one of those like click things. Uh, a what? Uh, the no. thing, no. Okay. That's like for visuals. Use. Yeah. We don't yeah, that. of course. But like, how fun I, would no. that, well, you can buy it if you want. If you don't oh, know who we are, <laughs> welcome. We've had a few new followers on Instagram who have told us they just found us. So, hi. Hello. Uh, you. This is <laughs> Isabel the Scaredy Cat. I'm Monica. <laughs> Sorry, I'm Monica, uh, one of the girls. And I'm Emily, obviously the other girl, because there's only two. Well, they can't see us. This is... Oh, you mean because of the title. Yeah, that makes more sense. Okay. Just- <laughs> yeah, so so that means brings us to our title, which is we are two girls, one scaredy cat. Normally I say, and I'm the scaredy kid afterwards, so I feel awkward because Your hair you already so said it. Good. We already said it. Thank you. It's like bouncing with every word you say. Oh, okay. It's like, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, whatever. Like, <laughs> Emily, leave us. Okay. <laughs> you specifically leave us as anyway, well. Anyway, what were you going to say? Oh, yeah. So uh, this week I watched, I almost said The Fault in Our Stars, A Star is Born. Oh, oh and yes. I don't understand why people are so obsessed with that movie. Because I remember when it came out, there was a bunch of memes, because this is how I found out about the news, memes, uh, that people were obsessed with it. And I was like, okay, I got to watch this movie. You I did, was on a plane. I watched it. Do you think it. it's just because of the, the, like, who's playing the characters? Bradley Cooper. I, and Lady Gaga. Yeah. I mean, okay, it's... I. I felt that, like, a lot of people romanticized their relationship, and I thought it was, like, an awful... Both of y'all have seen it, right? No, but I've seen the original. It's... Yeah, so you'll understand. The people romanticize a... a, I would call that an abusive relationship. I mean, he's an alcoholic. Manipulative. It's not healthy. It's very toxic, and I don't... I didn't like it either. It's one of Wolf's favorite things. Oh, my gosh. Really? He loves music. Oh, the music. I mean, that's, like, the point. Yeah. I think that's the point of the original movies too. It kind of gives me, yeah, like um, I mean because Barbara Streisand plays Lady Gaga's character in oh, the. I love that thing. There's two older movies. There's yeah. one Movie from one. like the 70s, and then there's one from like the, the 30s. 30s, like oh. 1930. Yeah, it's oh you know. Okay. I looked it up. Lady Gaga. <laughs> Barbara yeah, Streisand, the original. <laughs> Barbara yeah, Streisand. You, know, you get it. Like, okay, don't come at us, monsters. No. It's, <laughs> No, oh, I'm not like, shitting on Lady Gaga. No, she did a spectacular job. She has some pipes. She's always had... Yeah, I mean, yeah. Sure. And, like, I think she's a good actress. Yeah. So. I want to see her in more films. I just... the My issue with the movie is the romanticizing of the love story. Oh, which I, I don't even think but, love was there. Can you bring me my cake, Wolf? It's <laughs> like... What is she pointing at? I thought you were telling him to go away. No, I got it out of the fridge, and then I didn't bring it over because I was going to eat some cake while we, yeah, and be that bitch. And maybe that's the point of the story. Um, Thanks, bud. But I find that... Oh, my God, that thing is massive. You have to post that on the internet. Holy shit. Is that the seven-year-old What the fuck? No, it is... You're from... uh, PF Chang's? No. Yes. This is Any Day a Holiday Cake by Gabby. Where is it from? 
chocolate bar. The chocolate oh. bar in Houston. And that was my sister, which you've never... Did you go to Houston and bring her back a cake? <laughs> no, no, no. Our mom did. Yeah. Cakes yeah, I know. Us. God damn. Okay, so you guys have never met my sister, but I moved. Surprise! As well yeah, moved. Yeah, say hi. And... <laughs> <laughs> Just come on the pod. Say hi to her. Peeps. Hi. Yay! <laughs> Yay! That was Gabby. Oh, feel free to have any of that food in there, by the way. Sorry, we have a party Sorry. normally when we podcast Do things we snack <laughs> um, well i think you've all heard me if i don't get fed yeah so <laughs> we've learned our lessons this is what we do now is i get food and i get to sit here and eat um but back to your point i like definitely think um there are there are like lots of really popular movies that like romanticize bad relationships so. 500 days of summer I fucking hate that movie <laughs> sorry like i mean i i get the point of it but i hate it's, it romanticizing the manic pixie dream girl just because she likes all the same shit as you do doesn't mean she's the one for you dude or just like i do like the music the soundtrack is really good again girl you're talking to the person that listens to you're making my dreams come true by hollow notes (laughs) on a daily basis oh 500 days who did 500 days of summer gq yeah read an article talk into the mic so that you know people can hear you if you're going to comment nah. on the side. Does your... The, the things that you hear things through. Headphones? Have microphones. Yes, it does have a How mic- do I... I don't know. How do you function? <laughs> I don't know. No, I know. <laughs> um, I'm just like a mass of flesh being driven by a brain that doesn't really like work all the way. Um, I... And I told this to Isabel yesterday because we were texting one another. Uh, wanted to talk for a moment about Veronica Mars because mm. man oh man like the bat I told my mom this last night because first of all I've been ranting about this goddamn show for a whole week now but and like if you haven't seen it please skip just don't good. even do it just don't even do it like if you spoiler love the original alert. show yeah, just don't alert. even do it right oh I'm not gonna really get into spoilers oh, so much fine, because I, I just spoil it. I just wanted to rant but like the the Batman quote is true of like you either die or you live long enough to see yourself become a villain because that's like the the I I've waited 10 motherfucking years for the show to come back. No exaggeration because I first watched it my junior year of high school. Woo. Um, Isabel and I both did. We yeah. watched it at the same time. Um, but and like the way that the whole show works is what it like by season three, uh, it like abruptly ended. It was supposed to have a fourth season and it never did. Why? It got canceled. Got canceled. So like a lot of our favorite. I don't know. Do you want to go ask the WB why they canceled the show? And yet they want to continue <laughs> the Big Bang Theory for like eons. Well, right. Okay. So um, you won't get into it. Imagine creating like an amazing show with not just one well-rounded main character but like eight eight well-rounded main characters and that's how the original show was like it followed several people and they were all interesting they were all like complex people and they were all main characters of the show they all just dealt with their own things exactly well. and, but they were all connected yeah. they were all friends or whatever but that also gives me another thing point though is like wallace was nothing in this 
whole entire season, which pissed me that Wallace. He became a he's he became a side character yeah. to Veronica's own story yeah. when he was like one of the most Mission interesting kid. characters. Yeah. Um, same with Weevil. Yes. Don't even get me started on Weevil. Also, they demonized Weevil again, the entire season. Again like, for the Sorry, I know I said I wasn't. Art. I know I said I wasn't going to spoil anything, but whatever. Like, okay. I am because I I had no promises. I'm pissed. But but okay, like despite that, you still had like one of the main characters continuing on into this fourth season, by the way, which was on Hulu. Like that's where the fourth season is. All the rest of the seasons are on Hulu too. Like I I would recommend just go watch the first three and just like don't hate yourself also the movie go watch the movie the movie was really good the movie was really good um but that was also a kickstarter campaign campaign from yep. the fans so cool i paid for it yeah it was great i got a t-shirt and like stickers and shit anyway moving on um but like your main characters on your show can be happy like despite the fact that they may have had trauma like let's talk about that for a second like people can deal with trauma in whatever way they want and they can like grow and be happy adults yeah it doesn't always have to be a (laughs) you don't have to like hate yourself your whole life like i know that that's like a trend sometimes for like especially like online like there's like this weird thing where like being depressed is cool dramatized not drama romanticized and it's like no nothing's cool about it um but anyway you saw one of these main characters like actually being happy uh and like growing from his traumatic past and then he fucking died because the show decided to kill him off and that's the reason why like that's it the reason they gave the the reason they gave was because it gave veronica like a happy ending no no or her it like made her grow as a person tell me if death has ever made you grow as a person no no it hasn't so like also this person was his own main character like it's by Logan. himself oh, i didn't want to say it but like fine i don't care There's it's another logan, logan and on then... this show too what sorry i was just when i think of logan i think of gilmore girls yeah oh like, no the, the... this is a way better logan so much better um also i mean <laughs> also they bring back like jake kane and i was like he but anyway he dies after they get married like after they're gonna have their quote-unquote happiness i'm happy. not even gonna say happy ending because the show's supposed to keep going right yeah. like but the writer said that this was going to make veronica grow as a person and like help them make more seasons huh. and it's like hmm um no i have a lot more thoughts about it like dm me i guess if you want to hear them but you know we're going to... That's what are we stupid. Do? Not letting the person be with, like... Not that there's one love of the, their lives for people, but, like... But in this... You don't know, understand. Like, in this case, it was. Like, it was. in this they case, were, they were not together for 10 years. Yeah. Like, they came back and found one another, and it was, like, amazing. And also, like, they dealt with so much their so whole much. lives. Like, also individually and together. So much. And like to see that progression, like, he's he's taking medicine, he's seeing a therapist, yeah. and it's oh helping God, him. That's beautiful. And like actually seeing that storyline is amazing, especially if you know his background. Like watch the whole entire first season. Like they it's didn't insane. even like each other, no. like each other in the first freaking season. Like this was three seasons of them working through crap, and then a movie, and then finally them getting their well whatever you want to say if it's marriage is happiness or whatever 
Yeah. Well, I mean, you know. Whatever like, like your main characters can be happy and don't like go around saying that you did this for the storyline when you just did it for like like you just wanted to kill off a main character for shock value like every other goddamn tv show out there hmm. uh could have been someone else that you were side characterizing anyways we no i know no one had it wallace i would have <laughs> i would have been really angry if anyone on the show died it just didn't need to happen is my point okay. anyway we just talked about cheap that writing for, exactly it's just bad writing Anyway. So, what do you guys want to start with? We really didn't go into this with a... Oh, ta- yeah. You wanna- Does someone want to explain what we're doing for the new season? Oh, okay. So, welcome again. New season. Season number two. Uh, and for this season... Season. Uh, we are going to give one full episode every other week. And in between those weeks, we're giving a mini episode. Mm-hmm. Which will be, hopefully, about 20 to 30 minutes. Oh, uh, sure. We are going to hopefully time ourselves or at least cut it I off mean, at a certain time. My least. shit's short for Yeah, my shit's yeah. short. Okay, so. I didn't know. I don't know how they decided. I just know that this is the rules and this is where we're going for right now. Yeah. Um, so this is the bigger one. So this is going to be the bigger one. You are cordially invited to listen to our hour-long rants, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, the theme this episode is The Husband Did It. Um, it's pretty straightforward. Yeah. The, so, hus- the husband motherfucking did it. Surprise, surprise. Kel Supri. Rock, paper, scissors, bitches. What are you doing? What are you doing? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oop. Tie. tie. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. <gasps> Monica won! And proceeded to... My jaw unhinged. <laughs> <laughs> It like. Oh no! Can you hear it? Well, no. Why would I? No. Oh yeah, Ooh. my jaw can do that too. I don't want to hear. Thanks, that. my party day. Oh anyway. yeah. Cool. So I won. Uh, Monica. What? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Just wait. I'm trying to show you. We don't know what Monica's oh! doing. Oh, <laughs> look how cute. It's called koalas to the max. I like have a lot of pent up like energy right now, so I had to get it out. And this is the way I can do it by like still being physical. Okay, I'll like it replay. Like... So it starts out as one Giant bubble, serpent. and then oh. you just cut it over, 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 and then it's like oh. a koala manifests. That's cool. Yeah, good for Moni. I'll Moni gets it. her need needs this type of that's unsexual <laughs> there are other kinds of needs that's true i'm more than one one sort oh, of individual cool is to the max so cute they're I dying apparently anyway <laughs> wow thank you no it's because they like literally only eat one thing and they haven't evolved to eat anything other than the eucalyptus plant and then the eucalyptus plant is like dying is that that this is eucalyptus oh cool plant. I thought you were pointing to Wolf. I was like, does he only eat one thing, too? <laughs> I'm dying. Yeah, I thought you were saying he eats eucalyptus. Evolution. Like, interesting. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wait, sorry, sorry. I forgot I was going. I'm always unprepared when I go. Um, my So the husband did it, right? And mm-hmm. I accidentally made a theme. Not on purpose, but it just happened. Uh, for, like, a sub-theme. A subculture. That both my long and my short are San Antonio-based. Which is funny, I guess. Not that San Antonio is funny. Whatever. So, so yours, yours is in Texas. 
Yeah. Cool. Mine's in Texas. Um, her name is Monica. I swear I'm not talking about myself. And it's going to be weird talking about someone named Monica for a while. And I try to find more information about Monica Rizzo, but literally there is none. Like Rizzo? I even found like a... Like from Grace? Like from Grace? I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> it felt like it. And I even looked it up and I was like, I think this sounds like someone in Greece because I still have not seen it and like How shouldn't be friends? a human. I don't know. <laughs> you hate that question. We have other. She hates that question. I know. <laughs> we have other things in common. I know, but. I love you. I love you too. <laughs> I'm going to force you to sit down and watch it with me on Netflix. It's, it's like genuinely a good, good, I almost said show. It's God. not. Please Ash- don't fucking put, turn it into a TV show like everything else. It's actually not a good movie. She changes for. Oh, man. oh, I'm talking. I like don't even like Sandy and Danny's storyline. So no. that's like not why I watch that movie. That's also not why I watch. That Isn't movie. it because of Rizzo? Yeah, she's okay. like the best character. She's in the, the whole one with the like black hair that's like sure, the supportive sure. best friend. She's not at all. She's, she's like, not the supportive bitchy, at all. She's bitchy the side she's character. the girl you turn into when you grow older. <laughs> yeah, uh, sure. I guess. No, the bitchy. I hope to not to grow up and become a bitch. Um. Couldn't find any facts about her other than that she was 44. Okay. When this happened. Okay. 44. So, oh, and this was an episode of Unsolved Mysteries. I was about to say Unresolved Mysteries, <laughs> which isn't technically wrong. No. But it's Unsolved no, yeah, Mysteries. Yeah. <laughs> unsolved and Unresolved are the same thing. Yes. Whatever. So, uh, May 5th, 1997, she was 44 years old. Monica Rizzo left her job, and she worked for the San Antonio Department of Human Resources. Woo-woo! She... Human resources! Resource the humanity. <laughs> she never told anyone where she was going and never said goodbye. She left with no explanation and left her purse at work. She left in the middle of the day. Middle of the I day. Left... <laughs> Sorry, I'm just laughing. This happens like all the time. No, but I'm, I'm laughing because in my head I would you, love to do that. No, you were like, I didn't know she. it was in the middle of the day and I thought like left for the day at work was where we were headed. And it was like, she didn't say goodbye to anybody. She just walked out. <laughs> I'm like, that's me. <laughs> I do that every day. When work ends, you just... Why do I have to say goodbye? Yeah. Fuck that. Irish exit. Irish goodbye. I, I am such an Irish goodbye person, or I'm like way on the other side of. There's this um, joke in Latin culture that's like you say goodbye three times. One, when you realize you actually have to leave. Two, when you start heading towards the door, and then three, after you have the conversation at the door. Yes, <laughs> that's all Asians. Yeah, it's just. <laughs> I, when I ever, whenever we try to say goodbye, it's like, okay, bye, bye, bye to everybody. And then it's like, we get to either my pants or his pants. And then we have to say like, bye five times to get out of this conversation. And then bye again when we're actually leaving the door. I love it and hate it because it's just like, it adds another 10 minutes. So I always try to round us up at 20 because I'm like, right. divide and conquer because we got to go in 10. It <laughs> might be the reason because of like Latin time, Asian time, man. Asian time is such a thing. Filipino man. time, Filipino man. time is the worst time to be on. <laughs> we were at, no, let me tell you one last story. We were at a party that mm-hmm. started at one. We were late by 10 minutes. Everyone else was late by an hour. It was Jesus. the party that started at two, basically. And me and him were like, well, we're here because we have in to In the leave. morning? No, it was in the afternoon. Oh. It was like one. 
p.m. I don't know what type of party she'd go to. <laughs> this is a family party. It's a family party. <laughs> I was Im- when I imagined well, party, I was imagining like I don't know a rave in like a dungeon. Who knows? Remember, they go to. We were super early. <laughs> we were literally the only ones there. We thought his parents were going to be there before that. Uh, so we thought everyone else was going to be there. We were he running. He has no idea. What we you're were talking. running late. <laughs> oh. Yeah, his and it was his party. Yeah, <laughs> it was his daughter's party, and we were like rolling up, and we we're like, "Where is everybody?" And he was like, "Oh, no one's here yet." And we were like, "What?" Every single time, like when I would go to like holiday things with my dad on my dad's side of the family. Um, Keep on talking. I'm just taking a picture of you recording. I'm inspired. Okay, and uh, like. He and I would, like, aim to be on time. Yeah. And usually we were. But, like, maybe we'd be, like, 10 or 15 minutes late. Like, it's not even that long. And we'd get there and they'd all be like, why weren't you here? We're ready to eat. Oh, my gosh. Like, this would happen so often. But, you know, that's typical. Typical of us is everybody starts eating and then you show up and Mm. just start eating. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, what? who fucking cares? Just eat whenever. Just eat whenever. Um, okay. My so. dad's 60th birthday party, we, like, threw a party here, and it was funny because we invited, like, our friends from, like, school and our neighbors and, like, you know, white people, and then, like, the Latin American friends, and all the white was, people were there. All the white people were there right at 7 o'clock, <laughs> and then it was, like, one hour, one hour and a half, Latinos! Yes, exactly. <laughs> and that's when the, like, dancing started <laughs> and, like, shots were pulled out. And that was also when my dad, like, gave, uh, what are those called? Speeches? Yes. And uh, he was like, this is the last blowout bash until Monica gets married! And oh at that point, I God, Because, <laughs> like, they have been planning my wedding since I was in the second grade. Literally since the second grade. I love that your dad said that. Literally. I know, but I was sitting there like, I am painfully single. Like, not just single, <laughs> I was painfully single at that point. And people were coming up to me like, wow, I didn't even know you were in a relationship. Like, <laughs> it's serious. I'm like, no. No. Oh, no, my sir. God. <laughs> How do you talk to people? Well, see, this is just why you, like, don't give strangers or, like, people that you aren't close to, I mean, like, any they're, personal. They're everyone I grew up with and, like, have known me. So they were, uh, like, all the people that would have been invited to apparently the big out blowout bash that's going to be my wedding. <laughs> Mr. Bolaños, future Mr. Bolaños. He's taking my name, guys. Uh, Good. (laughs) Just prepare yourself for, I guess, the 300-person wedding. Who knows? Whatever. Uh, Back to Monica Rizzo. Poor woman. (laughs) (laughs) She left in the middle of the day. Bless her heart. She left work (laughs) without telling anyone. Honestly, though, not that weird. She's in HR, too, She left her purse. Okay, weird. Okay, so it's weird, weird, right? Okay. So did people see her walking out? (laughs) Who knows? Because, like, if she was with somebody else. You know, that's what I'm saying. That's I should have known that detail. But also, again, she's in HR. You can just take your keys. You don't need your purse. Take your keys. Take I mean, what year was this? 1997. 1997. So, so I, like, were, obviously, well, yeah, they need... We were of an age. <laughs> obviously, they, they need... existed on the at that point. Like, obviously, I guess she would need her keys or whatever, and car keys, but... And in that time frame, people are very... We've gotten, like, a sense into this story. Literally, like I'm not even like second part. We're like analyzing everything. Please go ahead. (laughs) So (laughs) she left work with no, and lo and behold, this is how we get two hour episodes, and no explanation, unanswered phone calls, 
her boss was finally able to reach her at home. She said she wasn't feeling well and would be back at work the following day, May 19th. That never happened. So she, like, dipped out May 5th, right? They get into connection. They connect May 19th. She never showed up. May 20th? Sorry. He talked to her May 18th. She said, I'll be there on Monday and wasn't there that Monday. Wait, so she's been gone from May 5th? 5th to the 18th. Right? What? Why? Why? Like not answering her phone call. Whatever. And her purse was still at work. And her purse was, I guess. Are they yeah, sure it was her work. on the phone? Okay. I don't. I don't think so. My theory, it wasn't her, but who knows? So her asswipe of a husband, Leonard, <laughs> which we already know, killed her. Yeah. So, so same. Hello, Leonard. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> or Dewey. Oh. Um, no. You, you know me. I love this. unresolved I mysteries. I mean. I'm of the opinion he killed her. Sorry to ruin the husband did it story. (laughs) It's fine. That was the whole point. So uh, Leonard, when they talk to the cops, when he talks to the cops, says that was a complex set of structure. Let me start. When Leonard talked to the cops, Leonard, the cops came to talk to Leonard and he said, my wife came home that afternoon, but disappeared a few days later. Right. So that's why I don't think it was her that like was able to get in contact with the boss. Yeah. And he said, I was really confused. It made no sense. My wife and I were very close. There is no reason for me to believe that she wouldn't be coming back whenever she had gone. I just, I have faith in her. I just chose to wait. Right. Did he report her missing? No. No. Of course not. He just got, even though she left, you know, three days afterwards or whatever, how many days, even. Math. (laughs) Math me, but whatever, but. Don't math at me. <laughs> uh, but Don't get math at me. It's fine. You know, you only need, you don't even need 24 hours to tell, to call the police that someone's missing. It's a myth. It's a myth. It's a math myth. Well, also, like, he wasn't going to because he did it anyway. He did. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's an asswipe of the earth. I'm just saying, though. May 5th. <sighs> timeline. I was going to draw it out, but, you know, koalas. May 5th. June 5th. A few weeks after her disappearance, That's almost a, a month. month exactly. A month? Well, because she disappeared a couple days after. San Antonio police received an anonymous phone call claiming that Monica had been murdered by her husband and that her bones were buried in the backyard. Great. Right? The San Antonio police arrived at her home, their home, and Monica's oldest son answered the door. He told the police that he was just visiting and hadn't seen his mom in a week. They have kids. How old week. is he? So June fifth, didn't get an age. Okay. There's, a, you know, so there's an not adult because if he said he was just visiting. Yeah, it's like my th- toddler isn't going to come visit, but no, because I he... think I'm imagining a 44 year old maybe with like a 19, yeah, right. like college age kid. Yeah. So he's saying he saw his mom a week ago, right? Inside the house, police found nothing out of the ordinary. Monica's clothes were still hanging in the closet, and her car was parked in the driveway. Weird, right? Nothing seemed to be missing except for Monica herself. And while searching in the backyard, detectives found bones. But they thought that it belonged to an animal. So they they were like, the anonymous caller just is probably wrong. Do they have a dog? Why would they have bones? Literally, they get a tip that a missing woman is dead, 
and that there are bones in her own backyard because her husband buried her there. And they find the bones and then they go, nah, must be a chicken. Well, right? that's it. But that's the thing. That's why I'm asking. Did they have a dog? Like, why would there be bones in your freaking backyard? And I'm of you... the opinion there's no logical reason that there should have been bones. Unless other you, than, like, like bury a pet. straight murk someone. Yeah. Well, see, that's what I'm saying. Dog but you or can't pet. can't confuse or, a pet like, bone, bone with a fucking human yeah. bone. No, right? I agree. I agree. I agree. So, whatever. Like, Did, like, like is your lesson... dog a giant St. Bernard? Like, no. Even, like... The lengths, the right skull. Oh, no. Like if you Whatever. if you bring an expert in, which they should have done immediately they do the second eventually. they found a bone. Yeah, Question. especially when she's missing. Anybody safe? <laughs> bones? Yeah. Whatever. Anger. Wait, wait, wait. What did Lester do for a living? Leonard. <laughs> <laughs> the lesser human. Yeah. What did he do? For lesser. <laughs> he. You're asking me these questions. I do not It's fine. It's fine. Keep keep (laughs) proceeding. So five weeks later on July 5th, because, you know, the police, if anything, they like to check things on the 5th of months, uh, receive another anonymous tip. This time the caller said, had an exact location in the backyard where to check. He said her bones were buried underneath a pile of tires by the fence. Which. Awesome. That's like some country shit, just having a pile of tires just yep. hanging around. No, 100%. Also, third time's the charm, I guess, Popo. Third time's the charm. May 5th, June 5th, July 5th. They waited until after America's birthday. Yeah, they were like, we're really busy. <laughs> they were probably like hungover, and they're like, whatever. Let's just like... Uh. Like, I got some sunburns and stuff. Like, had some leftover hot dogs. Good dog. Decided, Good okay, I guess we should go check it out. Hot dogs. <laughs> it's america's birthday like could you be a bit more respectful uh, i'm on this case right now the brats with the cheese yeah so, yeah so, uh, we'll look for another day we're really busy with this case we're on right now turn the music up i'm about to be off the phone no not that song yeah sugar ray because <laughs> it is the 90s when it's over okay i love sugar ray okay, okay. The time i fall in love okay again. so basically um, so whatever the police show up and they check out that area and they find a skull Ooh. a lot of bone fab fragments and a bag filled of what appeared to be human flesh which like my stomach is turning at that uh, thought a two month old st- human flesh okay we're good um, <laughs> please don't puke in my new apartment they I'll try my hardest so they brought in a team of archaeologists this is like my only favorite fact from this case they brought in a team of archaeologists from UT okay so cool University of Texas for anyone who's not you know like bleeding red and white and blue. I mean, if you oh, that's SC's... America too, <laughs> <laughs> and France, and Malaysia, and whatever. Australia. We could keep going. <laughs> Liberia, and the Philippines, <laughs> and the United Kingdom. Yeah, Ugh. which is probably why. Well, okay, it, yeah, yeah. What else? Anyway, anyway, you mean <laughs> people who don't know Texas things? Also, there are more than one UT. Yeah. I don't mean in just yeah, Texas. Yeah, because there's like, the balls of University of Tennessee. Yeah, I was going to say, if you're an SEC fan, you probably know them as Tennessee, which is actually very accurate because when I went to school out there, 
They called it UT. They called it UT. Yeah. And I was like, oh, you mean Texas? And they're like, no. We no, call but it ironically, they have the same color. Yeah. So. Ironically, Both do. disgusting orange. orange. Not a fan of orange. I like yeah. orange, but it's like so fucking obnoxious for two really obnoxious schools. Anyway. Three. I just don't like Clum orange. Clum sucks. Clum sucks. Um, and then so the last TCU. thing. So The last thing I wanted to point out is that actually... Don't diss purple, bitch. I'm not dissing purple. I'm just di- dissing horn frogs. Oh. oh. What? We were talking about colors. Like, oh, <laughs> mascots yet. Because we can talk about mascots all day, but too. ugliest color combination in the world is orange and purple, and that's Clem Sucks. Clem Sucks. Yeah, it's like it, it, it's like orange and white. You know, and it, they barely incorporate that purple. They really Good, because like, they had to have had someone with some sort of art degree come in and say, like, that's heinous, because that's the <laughs> ugliest color combination in the world. Yes. I mean, yeah, okay. Anyways, one last thing I wanted to say is that... It's like one step away from... You're like one step away from insulting LSU, so I'm like... I'm literally just the drop <laughs> Like, literally one Red. color shade difference, yeah. and I'm about to, like, throw yeah, hands. Purple is a beautiful color combination. But I'm... Cl- it's not yellow. It's purple and gold. Is it gold? Yeah. It's a beautiful <laughs> color combination. I'm, like, vibrating. Yeah. Like, you, know. like, might choke me out. <laughs> I'm sorry, We're gonna Monica. get a fight... Oh, red, white, and blue are SMU's colors, though. Tell us who you think would win in a fight. Please. (laughs) I'm sorry. If you got mad at me... This is such a tangent. If you got mad at me about gold, it's Harvard crimson and Yale blue. I think actually Yale maybe. I know. It was literally... They were like, we want to be Harvard and Yale, but in Texas, so we're going to steal their colors. Like, found? Start the... uh, Ivy of the South, and, and it accidentally that's Vanderbilt, in my opinion. It is. <laughs> it's not SMU. I mean, fine, whatever. It's fine education, but it is no Harvard. Vanderbilt. Or okay. Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt. I I just wanted to say one more thing. Tell us who you think what you would win in a fight between Monica and Emily, because I think that'd be hilarious. <laughs> I wonder if it's the one most likely they think it's going to kill. Like, okay, what defines winning the fight? Because if we're going by like Roman soldier standards, then. I don't want to kill y'all. I love you guys. Um, I don't want to fight her. I, so. It was a joke. I'm scrappy. Okay. I want to say it's me. I'll just sit on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, if you throw me in, it's just me. <laughs> Actually, I, I don't know. I get like hair pulling vibes from Isabel. <laughs> Done. Anyway, continue. Cool. So, um, bag of flesh. <laughs> Just where I wanted to be. Um, Leonard Rizzo, when they asked him, like, why is your like wife's remains? Well, actually, no. At this point, they didn't know it was his wife's remains. But they're like, why do you have a bag of bones and flesh in your backyard? It's like these bone fragments were an absolute mystery to me. As big of a mystery as my wife's disappearance. Dot, dot, dot. To me, someone is trying to draw attention from themselves. Someone's doing this to me. So basically, like, his whole claim was, I'm getting framed, right? Framed by yourself? Uh, framed by the anonymous no, tipster, I, know. I'm I guess. Saying fra- it's, it's, he's framed by himself. Oh my god, I killed this woman, and now all the signs are pointing to me. The detectives also I don't know learned, what to do with my hands. Sorry. Uh, so the detectives just... 
I'm so sorry. I don't want to shit on the police, but I do want to say like I think that you can like one thousand fucking percent shit on incompetent police. Like in this case, this is insane. So yeah, I have. <sighs> it depends on how big their police force. Okay, I'll say it this way: it depends on how big their police force was, and it depends on what they were dealing with at the time. I will give them some grace for that. But if this was a case, and there's somebody telling them. Multiple times. Yeah. That's, like, that's incompetent. That, that's incompetent. There's no so explanation. Think, yeah, I because there is right now in our city a lack of police force, and so oh, yeah. I get we're having a problem. With yeah, that. we're having a huge problem. So like, yeah, I mean, I, I guess like, they don't want to be fucking gunned down for no reason. Anyway, seriously, gun control. Awful. Continue. Um, but. The one thing that makes me upset with this particular case is that they took two months to even talk to our coworkers. What? Yeah. So they like eventually talked to her coworkers and they said they were concerned from her safety. And they had before this asked the police to check on her home. And then Leonard claimed that he had never hurt his wife. So basically she had been like losing weight very quickly. Um and not not like she was trying to or anything like openly being sure. like on a diet or like working out more or anything like that. She just like lost weight quickly and was covered in bruises. But when people asked her about it, they said, or she said that she had just fallen. So whatever. Clear signs of abuse. Exactly. Or at least enough signs to like check it out. And then the police came out and because uh, as a very klutzy person, there have been a couple of times where I'm covered in like these you know, surprising looking bruises. And I'm just like, nah, I just ran into a wall because what is object permanence? Um, that's not right. Proximity, whatever hand eye coordination. I have none. Yeah, that's it. So (laughs) when Leonard was asked about abusing his wife, he said, there was no domestic abuse. There was no domestic violence. My wife and I are deeply in love. We're deeply in love. We can just say no, bro. Right. I love that. He's like, no abuse. I mean, no violence. That's how you can like often tell when somebody's lying when they give you like too many too details. Too long of an answer. Yeah, yeah. Um, initially, short kids and semi-truthful, and then you're not lying. And look at them in the eye. Mm-hmm. Actually, in between that, uh, hairy eyebrows. There we go. Because that will help. Ask me a question. No, but I should lie. About can it. you just keep going? Okay, cool. Yeah, whatever. Off the walls. I want to know what happens. So they did a DNA test on the bones and they proved that they were human. But who were they? They found bones in the barbecue, too. Side note. <gasps> okay. Gross, right? Oh, my so God. Did he the, eat her for the 4th of July? Ew. Sorry. <laughs> no, because he killed her before that. Oh, that's true. Yeah. But I mean, you can save the meat. Yeah. <laughs> So I want sage. everyone to notice that Isabel made that comment, not me. We've corrupted her. <laughs> Yo, wolf's face right now. Yeah, you could have kept her in the freezer. Ew, stop my joke. It was a joke. Um, Dr. Robert, the head of the team of the archaeologists from UT, uh, he was quoted saying, we literally crawled ar- across the site using our trowels and moving roots and moving the grass blades and looking beneath the grass. And every time we found a bone fragment or something the police considered that might be evidence, we put an orange pin flag out. And then at the end of the day, the whole yard 
was dotted with orange pin flags. What did he do? Did he put her in a... Like sausage maker, and then just like. Well, I was thinking then, of a law, the law, the wood wasn't chipper. Wasn't there a case with that? I'm pretty sure there was. Uh, it was like the first um, unsolved mysteries, like where or no, um, uh, forensic files. Mm, cool. I wouldn't. Know. I mean, not cool, but because no, it's a person. But well, I was just saying, but like that's. I feel like that's the only way to get this much bone scatter i guess not i don't know i mean if Bones you're talking about like underneath grass that's oh. already growing so like i don't really did he use her as fertilizer oh. i don't know because oh. he could have put new grass down oh. if we're talking about him go- her going missing in may yeah and he like yeah mid-july at this point wow um and the archaeologist another quote from him said when you find a bone in an archaeology, wow, archaeological site, the bone is very dry. The bone that they found, the bones that they found, still had a greasy feel to it. So Ew. they had known that it wasn't a very long time. And, but because of that specific feeling, they knew it had been more than a week. More than a week, less than a month. So like a couple of weeks. Uh, because there was no soft tissue attached to it. So, so that's that, even later than after the first day yeah. she went missing. Yeah. Great. Um, Which could corroborate her his the, her son the seeing call? him. Yeah. Yeah. Because why would the son lie? Why would the, yeah exactly? So, um, well, I mean, I we don't know. I know. I mean, you can be convinced Unless that your dad did it. Yeah. Or not did not yeah, do right. it. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. For eight day after eight days, the team collected two hundred bone fragments. Most had been chopped into pieces less than thirty sorry, thirty inches, three inches long. So his theory, Dr. Hard, which is kind of a funny name for like an archaeologist, it's like a hard bone. bone. <laughs> <laughs> we felt that there had been some kind of machine involved, maybe a chipper or a shredder. Go, Isabel. Ding ding ding. Congratulations. You guys always um, tell me I would murder somebody out of the three of us. Great. <laughs> the further we go. Like present tense. Like, you could have in the past. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, it's the only machine that we can come up with that can possibly account for this kind of breakage. You wouldn't see it with a saw. You couldn't get it with a knife. You wouldn't get it with a lawnmower. No. You, we can't think of anything that would break up a bone like this, so it had to be something like that. And then again, back to the police questioned him again. And he said, I've never owned or operated a wood chipper. I've never rented dot, 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 anything in a rental store other than a car dolly. Dot, dot, dot. Maybe a trailer. Okay, Weird, right? Bro. Like, this dude is so sketch. Like, that's a lot of information that we clearly did not need. Okay, Say sir, no. Sir, have you ever owned a wood chipper? No. But I also have never rented a car, Dolly. I don't know. Like, let me give you all my rental receipts. Where is this I lawyer? once got a Mazda what? in, like, 1970. No is don't a worry full and complete sentence, as I've learned from the yes. Reddit thread of just no um, mother-in-law. I don't have oh a just God, no mother-in-law. Oh, my God, I mother- love that. Yes, I know yep. I do, too. But just no, I don't have a just no mother-in-law. I just think it's really entertaining. Um, but no is a full and complete sentence, everybody. But, but we don't want murderers to know that. <laughs> like, dig yourself your own grave. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Leonard, you idiot. 
So keep um, talking. Basically, the situation of this case is that there was not enough evidence to point him to like Monica. A hundred percent was murdered. Her body was chopped up to bits. Uh, yeah. yes. It was found in her home. However, none of these details all put together. God, I want to be a lawyer so badly. All put together do not implicate him in, like, her murder. No, that makes Other right. than circumstantial yeah. evidence. Other than, yeah, that. And um, so later on in 19... 19- 98, a homicide, I almost said homicidal detective, a homicide detective stated that Leonard said that if he could get a 10-year probationary sentence for Monica's murder, he would confess. However, investigators were unable to make that deal, so he refused to confess. What? Which is like... I wouldn't make that deal. How does that not implicate you already? Yeah. Well, yeah, but I also wouldn't make that deal. I wouldn't make that deal. No, not at all. Letting a murderer off on 10 years? No. A probation? Of probation? Not, he's yeah. not even get it going to jail for it. Fuck that. Life in prison for life. You, can, for you take a life, you lose chipping his wife? No. So, and then afterwards, he claimed he never made such a statement. Even after the DNA results came back, he continued to claim Monica was alive. She just left me. I don't know. We were in love. Deeply, deeply in love. Cool. So May 1999. May 1999. His wife went missing again in what the May fuck? 1997. He has a new girlfriend. Two years. He's arrested for attacking his girlfriend. He was shot and injured by the police in a standoff. And after his arrest, when they brought the girlfriend in, she told the police that he threatened to kill her, chop her up, put her in a garbage bag, and bury her. Wow, what he a was, very specific M.O. Right? It's like almost, you've done it already. I mean, if it worked out the last time, right? And, uh, and he's Leonard, getting away with it, so yeah. why yeah. not? And even if he got 10 years probation, he probably still would have attacked that woman. Exactly. Exactly, oh, that sure. poor woman. We need to take him off the streets. So he was convicted of four criminal counts, assault with a deadly weapon, kidnapping, and drug possession I forgot what the, or I don't have the fourth one. Uh, and resisting arrest? The authorities. <laughs> I mean, if you have a standoff with the cops, I'm just guessing. Basically, at the end of it is the authorities believe he's responsible for Monica's death, but they don't have enough evidence to file charges. So it's down in, like, law or whatever, um, etched into stone that he's the one that, like, right. it's unresolved, but it's. Resolved. Yeah. Cool. Finito. Oh. Yeah, I'll show you a photo. She's a little cutie. So sad. Whoop. 44. 44 nug. Oh, and, sorry, one last bit. So I didn't get to fully read the whole court case on this, but this ass wipe, wipe, Because she was a, she was working for the San Antonio Department of Human Resources, i.e. the government. Leonard petitioned to get his wife's, like, benefits. Pension! She gets good pension because you work for the government and they saw a pension. Ooh, that pisses me off. Uh, But they denied. Good, because you're you're not married anymore because you murdered her. And 
that's not how benefits work. No. No. Thank you. Which is probably why he murdered her for her money. Because she was probably going to leave him if she was, like, having a volatile relationship that, like, where her coworkers were noticing something was wrong. So. Right. Okay. All right. Hopefully yours is not as... Is mine ever? No. Yeah. <laughs> not as. I don't know. What were you going to say? Is that what you're going to say? <laughs> it was coming just out for not me. Not as period. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, no, unfortunately, because insert any descriptive you would want. Because not only, I mean, like mine's got a bit of everything. We've Aww. got corrupt cops. We've got a teenage girlfriend. We've got a. Dead wife. We've. I mean, obviously. obviously. <laughs> Maybe another dead wife? Question Ooh. mark. Maybe. I forgot what else I was going <laughs> to say. <laughs> I had this all planned out, and now I don't remember. But right. like, let's go. We've got a little bit of everything in this one. Let's do it. Okay, so put yourself back to October two thousand and seven. This is like, wow. This is. This is not that Over long ago. Over 10 years yeah. ago, but... I mean, that's not know, that long we ago. We were alive. We were alive. That we're... feels like last year, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't like to think about last year being when I was in junior high, but sure. <laughs> like... Anybody want to guess what the top song was? No. I don't remember. Beautiful Girls. You wait to beautiful girls. You got me suicidal. Damn. Sorry. Damn. 2007. That was number 10. That was also like really intense for something that we were listening to. Okay. Beautiful girls. Hey there, Delilah. Hey there, Delilah. Um, yes. Makes me wonder. <gasps> what? Yes. I don't remember that one. It's Maroon a Maroon 5. five. I barely remember it too, and I'm a big Maroon 5. Oh, sorry. So. I... Buy you a drink. I want to buy you a, a drink. drink. I want to take you home with me. me. Got money in, in the bank. bank. Don't think like a butt. Buy you a drink. I like you. said like, ooh. 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 Okay. Um, <laughs> Makes me wonder again. <laughs> girlfriend. Hey, hey, you, you. I don't like your girlfriend. No way. I'm no way. I forgot the rest of the words. No <laughs> way, no way. I think you need a new one. Hey, hey, you, you. I could be your girlfriend. Okay. Yeah. Um, Give It to Me by Timbaland and Nelly Furtado, which I love that one. I don't um, remember that song. I'm blanking on it. Don't Matter uh-uh. by Akon. Oh, Glamorous. G. Glamorous. Oh, first class. Up in the sky. Popping champagne. Living the life in the fast lane. I won't change. The glamorous. Ooh, flossy, flossy. Isn't it flossy? I don't know. Flouncy. I thought it was flouncy. Flouncy. I think that was like flossing. I thought it was flossy. I thought it was time, floutsy, so. like, oh, no. That could be our poll. <laughs> Is that a word? I, I thought it was. All right. <laughs> oh, my God, but I remember, because on Gossip Girl, they did, like, an acapella. 
Oh, also. That's what I was hearing when I, while all three of us were doing it at Alcabella. Also, wait. That is 100% Gossip when Girl's Gossip Girl was like huge. Oh, for sure. Yeah, 100%. The first season of Gossip Girl. Okay, mm-hmm. let's. Uh, this is time. why I'm hot. What goes around comes around. This is why I'm hot. Say it right, Nelly Furtado. Irreplaceable Beyonce. That was number one. <gasps> Irreplaceable! Oh, I mean, Beyonce, timeless. Okay. Cool. All right. So we're back. Okay, so it's October 28th, 2007. <laughs> um, it's Flossy, Flossy. Yes. Flossy, okay. Flossy. So sometime between two... Oh, sorry. I need to rewind. All this is from the like a uh id channel documentary but i'm not giving the name of it yet because i haven't said what my case is yet so um anyway lit okay <laughs> well, you'll know shortly fam so sometime between 2 and 3 a.m cassandra kales arrives at an illinois state police department where is this do we have a location other than illinois she not sneaky? yet <laughs> why are you so sneaky Illinois. That's that's where we are right okay. now. I will get there. Okay. But she went to a state police department, not a local police department. Okay. Um, Was the husband a cop? <laughs> you hate me. I already said that there might be corrupt cops involved. Okay, cool. So she said there was a corrupt cop involved, and she also said that there's a teenage girlfriend. So is this the teenage girlfriend? I don't know. Just listen. She what? reports her sister missing. Oh, my sister's yelling at me to just listen. <laughs> <laughs> they do this every time. I know she <laughs> and then Gabby goes, I know she talks so much. Thank you, Gabby. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Her sister. So Cassandra's sister. <laughs> Wolf is dying. <laughs> it's like. You're really predictable. I am really it's okay, predictable. You know? It's part of your charm. We, we wouldn't be friends with you if we didn't like that about I it. have a lot of questions in life, okay? <sighs> gotcha. I mean, I really appreciate it. It's why. <laughs> but you'll get your answer. <laughs> I promise. It's why I make friends so easily. That's very good. I'm glad. Because I ask so many questions about everyone's lives, and everybody <laughs> likes talking about themselves. You're right. I don't, but. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> okay, so. Cassandra is reporting her sister Stacy missing, who is a mother of four, and she hadn't been heard from since early Sunday. So, October 28th is a Tuesday, if I'm remembering correctly. So, they hadn't, she, her sister hadn't heard from Stacy since early Sunday. Yeah, so over, it's been over a couple days. A couple days, yeah. Um, that Saturday, Cassandra and Stacy had spent time together. And had made, like, sort of vague plans to spend time together on Sunday. They hadn't really, like, specified anything. But they'd been like, hey, like, we'll talk on Sunday and decide what we're going to do. Was this case in the news? Oh, yes. I think I remember. All right. I think I remember hearing about it, maybe. You. I don't know how to spell kale. Because it's not spelled like my favorite vegetable. So Stacy lived in Bolingbrook, Illinois. Okay. Which oh. is 30 miles outside of Chicago. Yeah. Is this the Boiling it. Green Massacre? Boiling Green? Yeah, my bad. <laughs> Bowling Green Massacre. <laughs> also, no. Um, Cassandra had been trying to get in touch with her sister through text and through phone calls, um, but wasn't getting a response. And Cassandra thought that that was strange because they were really, really close like and best friends. So it would be weird not to hear from her. Gabby! <laughs> <laughs> she's like what 
Stacy didn't come from a great family. They were really poor growing up. And before she was born, uh, there was a house fire where one of her sisters died. So, like, before Stacy, so Yeah. Uh, and then another baby sister died of SIDS. Oh, my God. So, if you guys don't know what SIDS is, it's... It's like something infant, something infant death syndrome. Yeah. Sudden infant Sudden. death syndrome. Sudden. Okay. So it's like I was like, what are you where doing? Where babies Monica? just die in their sleep. I didn't want to accidentally say it before her. Yeah, it's they're usually like relatively newborn when it happens, and like no, it's not really. Sad. It's really rare, but. Yeah, they, like, like, like trying like, connected to like sleeping positions on babies. Yeah, it's why you need to, they need to be like on their bellies and stuff like that when they sleep, but they move, you know. Anyway, whatever. That's why there's babies a lot of prote- so protective things. Barriers. That's why you swaddle yeah. them. Okay, so they're like a burrito. Also, that's like. Also, it keeps them from like scratching their faces and stuff. Yeah, that's why they have to wear. It's so mitts. funny when they wear mittens. And yeah, like <laughs> babies. Uh, okay, so she had a brother that was arrested for raping a child. <gasps> yeah, we're not. This isn't great. And then her mom left their family in 1998 and never contacted them again. Oh, which like yeah. horrible. <laughs> uh, and then the family also moved around a lot growing up. So after she graduated high school. She was studying to become a nurse. So that's a little bit of background on Stacy. So Cassandra went to Stacy's house that night after she finished her uh, report. Sorry. Was this before or after? How old is Cassandra? No, no, no. This is different. What? How old is Cassandra? I don't know. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know how much older she is or young. I don't. I think she's older, but they're relatively close in age. Okay. So Cassandra went to Stacy's house. Uh, where she lived with her husband and four kids before she went to the police. This is before. So no cars were in the driveway. She knocked on the door and one of the kids answered and he told her mom and dad got into a fight. Mom left and dad is out looking for her. Cassandra leaves. This is all happening on Tuesday then. No, this is Sunday. Oh, okay. Yep. So, uh, sorry, Tuesday. You're right. I'm sorry. Tuesday. Before the, yeah, so before she went to the police. This is before the police. Okay, but still Tuesday. Tuesday. Okay. So Cassandra leaves, but is obviously like really fucking concerned. So she calls Stacy's husband, Drew. He answers, but he sounds out of breath. She could hear keys and like the car door opening, you know, like when the car dings. Yes. When you Mm -hmm. open it. Mm -hmm. She heard that. And he told her that Stacy took her car, the deed to the house, and $25,000, and told him that she was leaving him for another man. And Cassandra noticed that Drew was sounding, like, really panicked. So, I mean, wouldn't you if that was what your wife just told you? Yeah. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) I mean, normal. There's nothing out of character yet. No. Okay, so after hearing that, that's when Cassandra's like, okay, I'm going to the police. Um, <laughs> but the state police, when she told them who Stacy was and then who Stacy's husband was, knew who she was talking about because they knew who Drew was. Because Drew Peterson is a cop for the Bowling Bowling Brook Police Department. Of course. So, in 2001, so go back to 2001, Drew met Stacy. Mm-hmm. She was working at a motel in Bolingbrook at the time. 
there was this whole deal apparently like one of his friends was dating one of her friends and that was how they met okay she was six fucking teen years old age <gasps> of him huh 16 what, what was his age? and uh, i'll get there 40 um no, yeah so there was a 30 year age difference that's disgusting yeah 16 yep she was 22 He's when she went missing 23 literally she probably aged out of his desires well if this is the second time Pedophile. it's happened yeah. and he has a teenage girlfriend this is definitely i remember this now from like when we were yeah in middle school so yeah they literally did start dating when she was 16 so Her parents were Seems out of like the... had troubled yeah, home life. She right? wasn't she... close to her parents. So you'd say Stacey's mom didn't have it going on. Stacey's mom didn't have it going on. Wolfgang, no. I was like, you never really ask questions like, where is he going with this? <laughs> yes. It was a joke. Guys. Guys. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. So, uh, and at the time they started dating, Drew is still married to his third wife. Third? Third wife. Uh... So, yeah, they, like, start sneaking around while he's still married. So, how many kids does Drew have? We'll get there. After dating Stacey for two years, he divorces his third wife, Kathleen. Stacey and Drew immediately get married once the divorce is finalized. So, she's still only She's 18. Oh, eight. Oh. 18. Gross. Really gross. He marries her as soon as she's 18. Legal. Yeah. Well, he marries her as soon as the divorce is finalized, which is when they can get married. Yeah. So, but he waited two years to divorce his wife. Anyway, um, when Cassandra leaves the police department after giving her statement, she goes back to Stacy's house with a male friend just to sort of like have somebody with her. She decides. Sorry, she sees both Stacy and Drew's cars in the driveway. And like before going inside, because she's like, oh, like, are they both back? So she calls first before she goes inside. Yeah. Cause she's like, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I don't want to bother them. Um, Drew starts to rant about Stacy leaving him again. Um, and then Cassandra's male friend um, asks why Stacy's car is in the driveway. Like, if she's still if she's gone. gone, yeah. And Drew the... says that Stacey took off with her boyfriend and left her car at the local airport, which he picked up and brought back home. By himself? Who was with him? Who else drove? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot of questions, man. <laughs> I'm not answering them. I'm just going to keep going. So no one in Stacey's life, like, believed she would run off. Like, that's just not no. how Stacey is. So on October 29th, the next day, the Illinois State Police immediately open up an investigation on Drew. That's good that they did that. Yeah. Drew had a reputation in the area. He had been previously dismissed from an Illinois narcotics unit over an allegation that he provided information to an outlaw biker gang for a drug deal, which is quite literally the opposite of his job. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. How is he still so a, was a cop, bad cop after doing that? It's a good question. What is the rules of Coptum? being a police, man? I don't know. That's so, like, isn't that a fireable offense? You I know, wish I knew. If 
at my own job, I give in talked trader, about drugs. Yeah, or yeah. Trade, insider trade trader in, inside insider trader. trading. Yeah, that's literally that's a, like in my contract. Can't do that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't think anybody can do it in any other contract. No, yeah. I mean, fair, true, fair. But like that's, but that's that's yeah. like the same. Yeah. To like us, it's the equivalent. Yeah. Yeah. Or, For, yeah. But almost worse because you're like law enforcement. Yeah. Uh, isn't there a and different it's drugs? Yep. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I mean, yeah, I get it. There's a different standards for police, but like that's still like yeah. That, if you, I wouldn't hire him. I wouldn't hire him. All right. So. The law applies maybe even a bit more. Yes, to them, definitely not less. Not less. But as we see, not just in this case, but just like period, cops often get away with lots of things. They skirt the law. Anyway, so as far as the IPD was concerned, Drew had a bad reputation. So they were like, we got our eye. On you, sir. So they asked Drew some questions about Stacy's disappearance. He told them that he hadn't seen Stacy since the day before because he had like the night shift. So he got home that morning and Stacy was home. But then he went to sleep and she wasn't there. Can can we do the. You got. The, <clears> one, <throat> one moment. I'm trying to get this boomerang up. It's not working. I'm going to. I'll what let you do? know when I get it. Okay. Um. So he, like, didn't see her for most of Sunday, is what he says. He gets a call from her when she, and that was when she told him, I'm leaving you for someone else. Um, Likely story. So then she, so she said, she called, she said she was leaving. He never heard from her again. And Drew, that was when Drew went to go look for her, quote unquote, but he didn't find her. Uh, Found the car, though. Yep. Yes. So the police noted that. He didn't appear to be shook up. They ask if they can, like, look around. And he's like, yeah, but don't touch anything. So it's not, like, a real official search. Mm. But they don't <clears throat> they don't find anything incriminating. They did ask to search the two cars. And he said, yes, but not Stacy's car. So he's being a... He's, play, he's playing by the rules. Well, he knows the He rules. knows the rules. So he's yeah. playing by the rules. So police keep digging. Um, and they, like go outside of the home to see if they can discover anything else. Um, they do many searches in the area and this starts to get the media involved. Um, the media couldn't get enough of this, obviously, because it's like a white woman who disappeared uh, and the husband seems suspicious. So like they ate that Sing shit up. It. Yeah, I mean, it's true. Um, they ate that shit up. But like, I think the best part about this is like Drew could not fucking stop talking to the media. He was like, every single day like saying something because they'd be like parked outside of his house and he'd like show his ass every single time i don't mean like literally show his ass but like can you imagine no (laughs) but like make an ass out of himself he just like seemed like a weirdo so he wasn't making it any better for himself so it does end up turning out that drew was right about one thing and it was that Stacy was interested in another dude. Ooh, ooh, ooh. There was a guy that she was, like, pretty in, like, she was in pretty, con- oh, I can't say this right. Pretty constant it, contact. She was in constant touch with this dude. Oh. Through, like, text and, like, things would kind of get sexy sometimes. Mm. Yeah, but, like, only through text. I mean. Uh, in the written form, <laughs> no photos because that's illegal. She's 23 She's now. 23. Oh, got it. Okay, cool. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. And oh, I should say they went to high school together. So they're the same age. 
a more age-appropriate man for her, let's oh, just say. That's good. Um, good but for her. The police do investigate this lead uh, since it starts looking like, oh, he's right. Like, maybe she did run off with another dude. Um, the police receive the phone records and ping data and see that the call that Drew claims he received from Stacy the night she said she was leaving him was real. Dang it! And that the phone pinged in the area near this man's house. I think cell tower, like, pinging should just be thrown out. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Well, okay. no, it's really helpful sometimes. And in this case, it actually is helpful, so I'll get to that. Okay. So police are obviously, like, even more interested in this other random dude, because um, they're like, why would her phone be pinging in the same neighborhood that this guy lives in? What's up with that? So they interview him again, and he says, like, the last time he physically saw her was that Friday, and the last time anyone else saw her was Sunday. So, timeline. But he wasn't interested in ever getting physically involved with her because she was married. Oh. So, like, he was like, I would flirt on the phone with her. I mean, like, sending sexts over the phone seems a little extreme, but, like... Well, how sexual okay, sure. is this? I have sexual. no idea because yeah. I like. I mean, is it like I want to have sex with you, or is it like? What are you up to, winky face? Because that. Uh, both, no, I know. Like, the, <laughs> I think it, level. I think of... that's where it started, but I do the police. The way that they were describing it, it does seem like things. Something was involved. Yeah, because no the way they described it was, it would be something that a husband would be jealous of. He is also. 23. Psychotic. Sure. Well, not even that, but this guy is also 23 years old, which is how old Stacy is at the Young. point. Young. <laughs> yeah. Supple. So, uh, <laughs> words. So he is like, I would never have gotten physically involved with her, mm-hmm. despite the fact that, like, we were sexting or whatever. And um, he had an alibi which was that he was working at the local hospital because he was a nurse there. And, oh. like, this is corroborated. So he was for sure there. working. Yeah. So they, this is, like, really confusing to the police because they're like, okay, but her phone was in your the area of your home. But that is no longer his issue because he was at work. So they're like, why was she over there? Okay. So in late October... Which would have only been like a couple days later. Yeah, it was like late <laughs> October. We're twenty. Uh, uh, October's only thirty-one days. <laughs> a new witness. I thought we were in the latest October. <laughs> Halloween. Just say yeah. Halloween. Maybe I meant to write November. Um, okay. A new witness comes forward. His name is Thomas Morphy, and he is Drew's stepbrother. And um, he said that Drew came to him the night before Stacy disappeared. So that Saturday. Mm-hmm. Drew complained to him about how Stacy was cheating on him and that he was going to, quote, do something about it. And Thomas assumed that this meant he was going to go, like, rough up that dude. Oh. Um, Not file for divorce like every other sane human being. Right. Okay. Um, but instead, <laughs> Drew gives him a cell phone and tells him to wait where he is. Um, and then 30 minutes later, the cell phone rings and it says Stacy's cell. And he answers, and Drew says, I'll be there to pick you up in a couple minutes. So Drew picks him up, and then Drew says, we need to go back to my house. I need your help. And um, 
the two men go up to Drew and Stacy's bedroom where a large blue plastic barrel is sitting. So like, look, think like an oil drum, yeah. but it's a blue plastic yep. barrel. Yep. <laughs> so, um, and Drew's like, I need help getting it into my car. And they take it down to the car. It's warm. Ew. To the touch. But he's like, I didn't open it. It was closed when I saw it. I didn't ask. What Honestly, it. smart decision. Because you could have been. I mean, you're still an accomplish. A comp. Yeah. Plus. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Incriminating. Yourself. You're an accomplished accomplice. Yes. <laughs> you accomplished the task. But now you're... So Drew took Thomas back home and like they never talked about what that was about. Mm-hmm. Um, hey man, why, why do you have a warm tub? Or 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 why a he vet. needed it moved? Like why are we? What what's up? What are we doing this for? You know, just asking questions. Like why Isabel are you trying to... questions? If I brought Isabel over to my house and I was like, I need help moving this shit, she'd I'd be, be like, like what's why? in it? <laughs> you know, she'd be like, why? Well, first of all, she'd be like, Who'd why you me? And second of all, she'd I'm be weak. like. What's this about? What's in here? You know, like a normal fucking person asking the right questions. So, you know. AKA, don't ask me over if you need something moved that might be a body. Because <laughs> you'll ask questions. Because I'll ask questions. And then you'll potentially have to kill me, but I'll not if I get to you first. <laughs> Jokes. So, so, Thomas, after thinking about what he had just done, like assumed that that was where Stacy was. Oh. And he, like, starts to get really scared. And he's like, Drew's going to fucking kill me. So he tries to commit suicide <gasps> by Whoa. overdosing on pills. But his girlfriend, like, finds him before it's too late and takes him to the hospital. And he, like, does start to recover. And that's when he's like, I need to go to the police. So he tells the police all of this, which is, like, good that he, like, had a conscience enough to. Which police station, though? Oh, good question. It's still question. the Illinois State Police. Oh, okay. So still the no, state. no, no. Like, okay. don't worry about that. Because these aren't the corrupt cops. We've already got the corrupt cop. Okay. <laughs> don't worry. That's done. So I just want to make sure. I just, I wanted to make, you know, like. <laughs> so the one bad thing is that he, like, never found out what Drew did with the barrel. And, like, the police really tried searching for it, but they are, they've never been able to find it. You kind of need to know to get the... Yeah, well, because it could be anywhere. Yeah. And he's a cop. Yeah. He knows where to put it. He knows, yeah. Where no one will ever find yeah. it. <laughs> so, he, like, solved a murder case and was like, wow, that guy did a really good job. That's a good... Well, I guess maybe, like, if he solved it. Oh, my... What? I don't know. Oh. I'm just smiling at you. <laughs> uh, so police... Taking notes every time. <laughs> Police are able to confirm the existence of the barrel because Cassandra, Stacy's sister, um, like saw it one time when she went over there, there and asked Stacy, like, "What the fuck's that?" And Stacy was like, "Oh, it's like for our pool. It's got chlorine in it." Yeah. Okay. So on November 9th, police make an announcement that Drew is their main suspect and that Stacy's case is now a potential homicide homicide case instead of a missing persons case. Homicide. They couldn't charge him at the time, however, without a body, because that's hard to do. Yeah. And they didn't want to charge him yet in case they didn't have enough evidence and he gets found not guilty and then a body shows up later and then they can't ever charge him with it. Double jeopardy. Exactly. Yeah. Good movie. So 
the police are like trying their best to dig deeper into Drew's past to see like, hey, like maybe we can fucking find something. Yeah, find um, something else to get him on. Right. Pin him on. Um, and then force a confess- confession out of him. There we go. Woo! So uh, <laughs> like they're doing that and then they find out that this isn't the first wife that maybe has died mm-hmm. or been murdered. What? So. I mean, he has four. It's a- <laughs> yeah. So 2004, go back to 2004, was when Drew's divorce was finalized with his third wife. Kathleen. Kathleen, yes. Did she die too? Kathleen died later <laughs> that year in what police originally thought was an accident. Oh. What was the accident? I'm just not going to tell you. Did you really think I wasn't going to say it? Poison. I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm just going to skip over that part. <laughs> uh, in 1992, Kathleen and Drew were married in what would be his third marriage. How many kind of a large number. I would be asking some questions like, hey, like, what's up? So he had two kids with his first wife. I think one kid with his second wife. He had two kids with Kathleen and he had two kids with um stacy four marriages two kid average two kids yep wow that's a lot of babies yep so um but not not long after they were settled down and had two kids did things start to change drastically kathleen told family and friends that drew began verbally verbally abusing her which led to physically abusing her <gasps> so sad so in october 2001 was what when... happened in 2001 Cassandra, um, not Stacy. He mm. met Stacy. Yep. What? He was like, I figured it out. <laughs> In October 2001, Kathleen finds out from an anonymous letter that told her that Drew was having an affair with a teenager, mm. aka Stacy. So Stacy would actually sneak over to Kathleen and Drew's house and they'd have sex in their basement. Oh, mm. and how old was this girl at this point? Stacy was 16. 16. Yeah. Yep, and, like, Kathleen and the kids were upstairs. Yeah. <laughs> disgusting. It's disgusting. Um, so she says, like, immediately after she gets this letter and, like, confirms it, I'm getting a divorce. Like, I don't want to fucking be with you anymore. But it took months before the proceedings began, probably because Drew was a dick. Um, so Drew actually moves down the street into a new house so that he could still be close to his kids. But, like, Stacy moved in with Drew. So Stacy was also down the street. And things were, like, fucking awkward. So. I don't do that. Don't do that. This is one of the worst things. So, like, one day Drew's dropping off the kids at Kathleen's. And um, Kathleen comes out. And Stacy is filming her on, like, a video camera. And it's actually Kathleen's video camera. Um, And Kathleen's like, okay, I need to have that back. Like, why do you even have that? And she's, like, trying to take it from Stacy. And Stacy says, oh, my God, you hit me. And then Drew arrests Kathleen. (gasps) And they have it on tape or whatever that she was hit. But the charges end up being dropped because they, like find out that it's not true and like Kathleen doesn't get arrested or whatever but he like tried to get Kathleen to get arrested isn't that fucking insane yes and he got Stacy to do it which is like classic grooming like Mm. getting a young girl to like he probably was like you know like I love you I need 
to get away from my wife, like, mm-hmm. you can help me yeah. do this, so. If you can help, if you love me. Yep. So. But why would a 40-year-old need the help of a 16-year-old? A 40-year-old cop need the help of a 16-year-old. Mm. Think of that. Next time. So, in order for Drew to get married, the divorce had to be finalized. Duh. So. By death. So, Drew and Kathleen's divorce ended up being what's called bifurcated. Um, And so, this is what that means. Because I was, my mom and I were both like, what the fuck? I'd have never heard of that. Meaning, the spouses become legally divorced before the details are finalized. Oh. AKA that haven't split up the assets. They haven't talked about custody issues. I actually do not think it's nice because in this case, they just did that so that he could get married. Like that was what that was. And like, you still have all these other strings attached. And so like, if something were to happen to Kathleen, everything goes to true, which is what happened because Kathleen died. Bank accounts. Everything. Everything. House, bank accounts, kids. Oh, my God. So, in February 20... On February 29th, 2004, Drew was bringing his kids back to Kathleen's house after the weekend, and once they got there, she, like, wasn't answering the door. Um, He asked the neighbors if they'd seen Kathleen, and they said that they hadn't, and so he calls a locksmith to unlock the door, but he's like... Hey, neighbors, like, I probably shouldn't go inside because, you know, we've had this, like, awful divorce and I, like, don't want to, like, be involved in my wife's issues. So do you mind going in there and checking what's up? And, of course, they, like, find her dead body. (laughs) So it's like he wanted somebody else to find her dead body, basically, is why he did that, which is disgusting. So they found her in the tub upstairs, but there was no water in the tub. What? So weird. Okay. Uh, and then Drew comes like running inside and is like, "Oh my god, what the fuck? Oh my god, a dead body!" Okay, I'm sure that's exactly what he did. Um, investigators at the time thought she fell in the bathtub and hit her head and drowned, but there's no water. Thanks. I know. I I, I just like I'm like there's no there's no water and the water wouldn't like go anywhere. I'd love chilling in an empty tub. (laughs) I mean, do you hit your head first? Oh, yeah. Every time I hit my head first, I make sure there's no water in the tub. And then I die. Yeah. Um, There was no actual investigation with the coroner and the forensic pathologist because they were made to believe that it was an accident, so they didn't do the full investigation. Okay, if I die, no matter the circumstances, in bed peacefully, investigate it. You want me to do an autopsy? Thank you. We have it on... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I'll do it myself. <laughs> we have this on air, so don't worry. Yeah, oh, we've yeah, got it good. confirmed. Let so. it go down in history or whatever. <laughs> on record. On record. There we go. <laughs> so they exhumed the body and re-examined photos from the first autopsy. Uh, Aut- first autopsy. And they found that there were 16 injuries to her body. Oh, oh my God. Okay. And also, like, lots of bruising. Abusive so, piece of shit. Yeah. Uh, the conclusion was that she was murdered. <laughs> <Ta-da>! <laughs> like, which if you'd have just done it right the first time, you would have found that out. Cool, 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 so cool, February 21st, 2008, the cops are like, she, this is a murder now. Like she, she was drowned on purpose because they did find water in her lungs. Oh. So when Kathleen was found dead 
Stacy called her aunt and was like super hysterical about Kathleen's death. She was like, what the fuck? Like, this is insane. Which, like, I don't know. I'd probably act that way if my current husband's ex-wife was found dead. Yeah. (laughs) Turns out that all four of his marriages are super fucked. Oh, my God. Yeah, he cheated on his first wife. With his second wife? I don't know. But then he cheated on his second wife with Kathleen. But he was also abusive to his second wife. Physically and verbally. So he's literally just a piece of shit in every way imaginable. And, like, can't not be married. He's, he goes, okay, marriage one. Abuses her. But we, I don't know. I don't know. He cheats on her. He cheats on her, at least. Okay, fine. Marriage one. Cheats on her. Immediately, like, slides to the left into marriage two. Mm -hmm. Abuses her? Mm -hmm. Question mark? Abuses her. Yes. Cheats on on her. her, Slides into three. Mm -hmm. Abuses her murders her cheats on her she's dead marriage abuse cheat slide murder yeah because the slide was before the murder yep. in my opinion and then now fourth with a 16 year old grooms mm-hmm. like cheats I'm guessing I don't know yeah okay wow cool yep so very specific mo there. Yep. So uh, there was no physical evidence that they could gather from the body or the crime scene because it wasn't fucking treated as a crime scene. Um, so the police knew that they had a lot more to prove in order to like arrest, like charge him or find him guilty, oh. so that the jury would find him guilty. So both Kathleen and Stacy, in the weeks before they died, made many concerning statements that the prosecution used in trial in order to make their case. The defense tried to make the mention to, like, Stacy's disappearance inadmissible in court because they believed it would taint the jury. So, like, in Kathleen's murder trial, they got it passed so that Stacy's disappearance couldn't come up. And it's like, I'm sorry, but that's, like, it's relevant. It is. Because he's... Okay. That's his... Fourth wife. <laughs> yeah. That's They're a damn good defense lawyer. Yep. They were assholes. This whole entire fucking... Because they were on the documentary. Oh, my God. I hate it. Well, one of them was awful. The other one was, like... He was. He kind of made me laugh because he, like, <laughs> knows that Drew was guilty. Anyway. But so, he was the defense lawyer, and he was, like... Well, af- it's after the fact. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, like, whatever. it's his... It, you know, it's the... Like, he was... You can't... Be mad at someone who does it because it's his it's his livelihood. Exactly. Like that's what he was. We need yeah, defense. Yeah, yeah, we need defense that, lawyers yeah. in our country. What? That's their. Yeah, exactly. That's their. So job. Jim Glasgow, he was the lead prosecutor. He had to prove that Drew was a dangerous murderer and that he was after the money, like ultimately, which makes sense. Also, his kids, but mostly the money. The story of a horrifying moment. That Kathleen had while withdrew while they were separated was one day he came storming into the house in full SWAT gear. Because you're able to get that easily. Yeah. And And held her hostage on the stairwell of her house with a knife to her throat for hours. Like he just had her there for hours. Why? And he was like yelling at her saying like, I could kill you right now. For hours? Yeah. Yes. After three, like go for it. 
which is actually what she ended up saying. She's like, just fucking kill me, like whatever. And then he was like, I can't kill the mother of my children, which but, well, he lo does, and behold, whatever. he does. But yeah, so twice. Ka Kathleen actually hell. told this story to her divorce lawyer. Oh, good. So that's it's on, on record. record. A prosecution witness came forward, and he was actually Stacy and Drew's pastor. And Stacy told him one night that she woke up in the middle of the night and Drew wasn't there. She tried to call him and he didn't answer. But then a couple hours later, he came home. He walked into the laundry room and he was covered in black clothes and had a duffel bag. Ooh. He dumped the contents of the duffel bag into the washing machine and left the room. But Stacy, good old Stacy, went into the washing machine and looked. And there were women's clothes that weren't hers in the washing machine and it was the same night that Kathleen was murdered <gasps> so yeah uh, a little while later he sat down with Stacy and told her that the police are going to come by and that they're going to want to talk with you and then he started to coach her on what he wanted her to say to the cops and basically like she ends up being telling the pastor like that she had a lie for Drew and that she thinks Drew murdered Kathleen. <sighs> okay, so after 14 hours of deliberation, the jury find Drew guilty of Kathleen's murder and he's sentenced to 38 years in prison. Yay! Woo! I'm not done because it gets worse. So oh, in the statement that Drew made after he was sentenced, he's like fucking insanely screaming at the, the lead prosecutor, oh, God. Um, Jim Glasgow, uh, about how he didn't kill Kathleen. And like... They have the recording of this playing on the um, documentary, and he's like legit screaming like I've never heard anybody scream like that in What's a courtroom. I didn't kill Kathleen. I didn't kill Kathleen. Like it's insane. It's like okay, but they just found you guilty for it. So. Yes. Yeah, so. so no information has ever come out about what happened with Stacy. Oh, ever. What? That's we don't so know. Sad. Yeah. Um, but in August 2014, the state's attorney's office received a letter from a convict named Antonio Smith. Smith and Drew became friends in prison. Drew talks to Antonio about how he blames Jim Glasgow for why he's in prison, and he wants Antonio to help him find someone to kill Jim. Oh! <laughs> Your face! <laughs> I know it's insane. Dude, you're already in jail. Like, yeah. chill. Yeah. Get over it. I know. You like, can't get out. Focus on your Okay, it, even if you didn't murder your two wives, two of your four wives. Mm -hmm. Like, you're in jail. You're in jail. Your your way of dealing with it is Just to work, murder work someone on else. Your appeals or whatever. Yeah. You also like, like a lot cops, of convicts. So, yep. Um, so the attorney's office is like, yo, Antonio, can you fucking prove it? And he does. He, like, gets a recording of it. And I, like, heard it. it yo, Antonio, insane. can you prove it? <laughs> yo, Antonio. And he does. And Antonio wasn't. Anthony. Antonio didn't ask to get off early or anything like that. Like, oh, he was just like. Yeah. Antonio. Yeah. Well, who knows what Antonio did. Yeah, what did yeah, Antonio but, do? Yeah, I have no idea. So, um. On February 9th, 2016, the attorney's office charges Drew with conspiracy to commit murder. And at the trial, Antonio says that Drew told Antonio where Stacy is and what happened to her. They, like, looked and it wasn't. Oh. Yeah. But he, he, he said Lake Michigan was where he put the body. But if you know how big Lake Michigan is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You can't, like, just. 
I mean, you can search, but it's not like you can drain the lake. You can't. <laughs> also, think about how many fucking bodies are in Lake Michigan for a second. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or in any of the... Lake Berryessa. Sure, but... <laughs> Any of the lakes up there. Yeah. Those five ones. What are they called? The Great Lakes. Yeah. <laughs> I thought she was laughing at me. I was like, yeah, I don't know what they are. <laughs> I know their abbreviation is house. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Thank okay. You. <laughs> so after an hour of deliberation, the jury found Drew guilty of murder for hire, and he was sentenced to an additional 40 fucking years. But, like, can we talk about how murder for hire got more years than actual, actual murder? murder? What? <laughs> but okay anyway so uh yeah stacy's case still remains open like that's true that stacy she's so cute um kathleen stacy's actually pretty. i'm looking at she's a like child gorgeous yeah. yeah like an actual she child. looks like a 2000s you should she, watch the documentary because yeah. they have like a tons of pictures of her when they first started dating Unsettling. I'm sorry. I don't think you could call a age Whew. difference between a 40 year old and a 20 year old. Right. Like she could be his child and yeah. dating. That's like it's a 30 year age gap. Yeah. But like something that they kept saying, and this is what like all of her family members said, which I was like, I mean, I totally get it. Was she'd had this super unstable childhood. Yeah. yeah. And to have and somebody who's to have to have an older dude come into your life and say, like, I'm gonna take care of you, mm-hmm. I love you, like I'm gonna give you all this. I have a house, I have money. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Would you say no? Yeah. And then of course he was if grooming I was in that her. Situation, I'd probably say yeah. 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 And and he was grooming her. But yeah, but I mean you so. have to think about she was pregnant when they got married. Oof. She was eighteen she and pregnant. No idea what... Yeah. So Oof. All right. What do we have for a cleanser today? I just thought we'd talk about what we did this summer. What did I what do, did this, I do summer? this summer? Please, people. <laughs> you guys went places. I did nothing. I went to Hawaii. Yes. I went to New Orleans. I went to Charleston. I'm about to be coming back from London when this count hits. Sweet. Yeah. So Isabel has been a travel bug. Jet setter, bitch. Jet setter. Um, and... I was the one who posted all the New Orleans and Charleston spooky shit. Yeah. It was fun. It was super fun. I hope you guys followed along and had fun with me. Cause yeah. If I anyone was... ever has the chance to like go to New Orleans for vacation, like fucking do it. Screaming it's excellent. though. Literally yeah. screaming on half of these clips that I turned off. Also like <laughs> go when it's cooler. Yeah. Yes. It's don't go when ca- I Don't did. go right now because it's rain. It's disgusting. Swamp. Anyway. Yeah. Don't, don't don't come to Texas either because it's also yeah. fucking disgusting. Don't also don't go to Charleston right now either because it's <laughs> <Yeah>, swamp. <laughs> Basically just like don't fucking come anywhere. Stay, yeah. <laughs> stay out of the south during the summer. Stay in your home. Because actually there's that heat wave that's going on up north. Like, it was, like, 100 degrees in Canada. Like, oh, man. God bless. Like, now y'all understand. It's yeah. horrible. So. But I, they're not used to it. Exactly. It's even so worse. Sad. And a lot like of those places don't have AC. Yes. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do it. Money. Could you imagine? Ugh, no. Money. I went surfing. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. We can post pics if you're yeah. going surfing. If you want. If you want. If you sure. don't. Okay. okay. Yeah. We were cool. It was I'm, like, fun. already, like, ready to go back. <laughs> I bet. It's awesome. I, yeah. Surfing's my fave. Um, What else did I do? You went to Mexico. Oh, my God. I did go to Mexico, didn't I? Yeah, I went to Mexico. It was cool. Um, You've been to San Fran a lot. I saw I... Uh, saw the woman that took care of me from when I was like three years old to seven years Aww. old and it was so cute she like remembers I talked to her a lot uh, and uh, she like remembers everything and Aww. she's so cute she's like I remembered her 
being like really really tall but you were just you were just small i was small (laughs) and i was like no i was telling my mom i was like no this woman was um like taller than grandma she was like almost your height and my mom just like burst into like laughing like this woman and once i like finally i haven't seen her since i was seven yeah and she like has like my high school graduation photos like after she like worked for our family she like never wanted to work for anyone else because she's like i've made it like this is the best situation i could ever have and like um went home and then became like a tortillera i think is what it's called like makes tortillas oh also uh, yum yes right she brought us some oh and uh she elvira hi um not that you're listening but uh she like goes to church every single day and we like she's super religious wow and we asked her like didn't you ever think about becoming a i almost said monk a nurse wait a nun nun. (laughs) and she was like yeah but i like men too much True, like fair, fair enough. I was like, hell yeah, Elvira. Um, yeah, so I saw her, and that was cool. Very and cool. And then I think that's all I've done in the summer. And I, I wasn't joking. I've literally done nothing. <laughs> What'd you read? <laughs> What'd you read? I mean, I, I've read like 40 books this year. Of course already. you have. Yeah. I mean, what you know. was something impactful that you read recently? <laughs> uh,. Okay, so I texted Monica about it, but basically I finished reading this book called, um, excuse me, Eleanor Oliphant is mm. Completely Fine. Uh-huh. Oh, it is I've heard about that. So good. Like, Isn't I, that the same author who stitched? This is the only book oh, she's written. Okay. This is like her debut. This is a Reese Witherspoon book club. It book. is yes. a Reese Witherspoon book club. Apparently they're making it into a movie like with Reese Witherspoon's yes. um, movie company. Yeah. I forgot what it's called. Hello, Sunshine. Anyway. Um, That's how I know it. Because they're making yes, a movie. I, like, don't have any more information about it than that. Like, the movie, I mean. But, um, yeah. So, like, it, it takes place in Scotland. But, uh, like, the main character is Eleanor. And she's, like, super weird. Like, that's the best way yeah. I can describe it. She, like, didn't have a normal upbringing. And so she, like, doesn't know how to socialize with people normally. Or, like, have relationships or friendships. Mm-hmm. And she, like, falls in love with a guy that she doesn't... She's like, she went to a concert. She, she fa- fell in love with a guy and, like, starts to... Well, stalk him yeah. is the best way I know how to Hell say yeah. it. Um, Ladies can be stalkers, too. <laughs> but it's really not, like, actual stalking. She just doesn't know how to... Go up to him and talk. She just doesn't know how to have Have a normal. So she, like, starts to, like, change herself because she's, like, he'll like all this stuff, even though she's never met him. And she meets all these other people along the way. And it's, like, it's really heartwarming. Like, it's, it's, like, genuine. And you, like, see good, like, mental health representation in this. It sounds like Where'd You Go, Bernadette. That's exactly what I was thinking. It's, it's like, similar. I loved Where'd You Go, Bernadette. From what I've heard. Also... The, the covers color. are yeah. Similar. similar. Yeah. <laughs> Do you you can borrow Where'd You Go, Bernadette? I have I had to read it for first year when I was a peer leader at my mm. college. Really? It's they, a, yeah. It's a movie. It was. A, I don't it's know about if it came out. It's not. It's going to come out soon. But it was a really good. Yeah. It would. It did exactly what you're saying. It gives you a good understanding of mental health. Yeah. Not in the best way. I would say Where'd You Go, Bernadette? Oh, I also but. joined my library. Yay! Yay! Which, like, awesome. it took me long enough. 
<laughs> but like the city you live in would have a really good life yeah first like. of all it's fucking beautiful but like i'm never gonna like physically go there because i can mm. access their online yeah um stuff and that's like just like join your fucking library if you can do it if you're if your place like the place you live has a library you should do it it's totally worth it you because books are fucking expensive sorry mm-hmm. they just books are, are so and expensive. like i am a book person yeah um just do it if you can like it also you're supporting a good like business isn't the right word but like resource sure yeah, yeah. it's a and, community resource and like you can get everything from your library i'm not everything. shitting you literally yeah. everything everything movies books audiobooks computer training computer projectors they have classes classes. it's insane resume what'd you say comics yes exactly resume classes are also fucking expensive graphic novels are insane sign language sign language everything and like they have like events for kids and stuff they do so if you like need stuff to do on the weekend like if you have children great place i used to, to perform hula dances at my local library of course oh, you cool. did that's awesome that's cool. it's fine. i love that if you want to find a hula troop to join you can probably find one at your <laughs> local library i love I'm that i'm imagining like leather jackets and like black glasses <laughs> and then it's like with your hula skirt, <laughs> with my hula skirt. Yeah. Um, okay but that's dope yeah so it, that's dope, like dope. giving me like the squirtle gang vibe because <laughs> <laughs> squirtle is like totally from hawaii <laughs> yeah i mean sure sure but anyways we're like galapagos but yeah so i mean not only do they offer like other cool activities like we my company goes to local libraries yeah. to do stem activities they too. have Mm-mm. they have like lots of yeah. good like job fairs and yeah. stuff at libraries so. but yeah so like i'm just I used oh, to perform. Free. Yeah, it's free. It's fucking free. You just have to go sign up. Like a lot of places, like you can sign up online and just go pick up your card and yes. it's already ready. That's Sorry. what I did. Uh, not to get political, but there is. <laughs> I'm always Do political, it, bitch. <laughs> I can't remember the whatever congressman or senator like tweeted like, imagine if you could save the like amount of money that goes to the library and just like order books from amazon instead and then no thank oh, you sorry, sorry it wasn't what? it wasn't a senator or a congressman it was a professor of economics from like somewhere a highly esteemed okay, school in the I'm, northeast i'm sorry i'm gonna pay like 500 dollars for a ton of books or zero exactly yeah. so the person like tweeted back slap back clap back yeah. 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 Clap back saying um, a slap back. A slap back. I'll slap it people. was a slap back. It was more than a clap. It was like what upside the face. And he was like, I'm sorry, but the, I've ordered I've read five books in like this half of the year and each of them cost like twelve dollars each and that's like sixty dollars. But the twenty cents per paycheck that go to the public libraries that probably is not actually 20 cents much much less right how does that make sense i don't know i'm not like a professor of economics from insert university here (laughs) (laughs) and it like was life-changing and yeah whatever okay uh also real quick like I wanted to dedicate this episode to the shooting victims of El Paso and Dayton. Mm-hmm. I feel like we need to just, like, put that out there. But, like, this is for those people. So. And. Not to bring it down, but, like. On that. Brought it down. But it's a reality of It's life. a reality. Yeah. yeah. We are guys. going to sign off. Uh, follow us on Instagram. That is the most best way to f- 
find us um, and Twitter because, again, most best way to find us are probably those- still Instagram though. Just gonna be honest. <laughs> um, Send me it- a pigeon. That's the best way to get at me. Maybe a it smoke signal <laughs> for Monica. For or, Monica, at least. Um, um, so we are at two girls, one scaredy cat. SC. It's SC. Sorry, two girls. Two is a number. One is a number, and then SC. So like South Carolina. Also, um, please rate and review and subscribe. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Bye. 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 Bye.